Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name, and we're still here. Thanks to our friends over at Law Terrain Watches for sponsoring Time to BS Podcast. Use the promo code Time to BS at LawTerrain.com for some sweet deals over on the website. That's Time, the number two, and BS at LawTerrain.com. It's time to BS. Jack! Yo! Are you a buffet person? At all? Not re- I mean, it depends on the... T- I think it depends on the type of buffet. I mean... Honestly. Hold on, as I open a ginger ale. Delicious ginger ale mm. ASMR. A delightful taste, indeed. Good for the stomach. I think we can both agree... Dinner buffets are overrated. I wouldn't... I, I don't know. I'm not... I'm not, like... I, I'm not somebody that's gonna, like jump out and try a buffet. No, you don't seem like a buffet person. You really don't. I'm not really one. Okay. But, if you were to go to a buffet, where would you go? Um, that's a good question. Like, breakfast, lunch, dinner, or brunch? Probably breakfast, honestly. The breakfast is the king of buffets. You get bacon, you get eggs, you get... Fucking sausage, <laughs> pancakes. You really can never get enough buffets, at breakfast buffets. You really can't. Are you pancakes or waffles? Uh, I'm more of a pancake guy. Yeah, I mean, pa- you can get more pancakes, but you can't get more waffles. I mean, you can. If you get a small waffle. Still. Size dependent. Size dependent. Size does matter when it comes to that. When it comes to breakfast, size when always it, matters. Is, see, there you go. Now, when it comes to buffets, we is there not a worse station than the juice station? What do you mean? The juice station. Like, the juice is always warm. It's never cold. It's like room temperature juice. I don't need that shit. I'd rather it be cold. Thank you. Thank you. I'd rather not have, you know... Like room temperature juice or room temperature milk, for that matter, in my cereal. Mm. That's gross. That's just gross. Um, in other news, um, some guy airdropped an entire flight a picture of his dick and was later caught by a TikToker. <laughs> you didn't hear about this? Uh uh-uh. uh. So, yeah. Some guy who was probably in his like fifties or sixties um, airdropped an in, like a picture of a dick pic to an entire flight. He was later kicked off the flight and arrested. What did he do that like on the ground, like while they were preparing for takeoff? Or? I don't know. I don't know. Because I, I, I have heard of it happening before, where like they will like just land the plane and kick you out. I'm That's sh- a thing. Really? That's a thing. That is a thing. Huh. I, did I don't not know if know that's that. still a thing, but I know that, that at least at one point in time was a thing. They will land the plane and kick you off. Huh. Does brunch belong in the Hall of Fame? Like brunch buffets belong in the Hall of Fame? I'm not a brunch guy. You're n- you're not a brunch person? I'm not a brunch person. I'm not the biggest brunch person either, because to me, brunch has become overrated in that department, because I see it all the time on fucking Instagram. Where it's like, oh, brunch, bottomless mimosas. It's like, Christ, no. Jeez. Um, Drake performed with the Backstreet Boys and sang, I want it that way. I can now die in peace. That was amazing. He just brought up Backstreet Boys and like, fuck it, let's go. How often are we going to do this? 
Alright. Next up. Apparently, it's a seven-year prison sentence in Qatar if caught having a one-night stand during the World Cup tournament. Yeah, I think their, like, rules in that area are kind of different, like... Oh, no shit? That's just how their culture is, I suppose. Nothing wrong with that. Your, your life. But I just found that funny. Obviously, it's different cultures. Completely different from what we're accustomed to here in the States, but... Comedy is... Whatever you find funny is comedy. Um... Also, people are debating online whether or not teabagging in games is considered sexual assault. Fucking God. (laughs) Why is that a debate? Why is that a debate? I don't know. I don't know. Um, I don't know why this is such a big problem. I will never understand the internet. I will never understand the society. I are the internet, the society these days with the internet and like our <laughs> crazy, fucked up sense of humor. Take me back to 2010, please. It is if you teabag someone in an online game, it's not sexual assault. It is basically your way of saying I kicked your ass. <laughs> As a fellow gamer, I would I would definitely agree with that. Listen, you and I have both played the glory days of Halo, of Halo Online, and like I I don't think I played too much Halo. Online. I think a good chunk of my Halo gameplay was like going over to a friend's house every day, and like we would just do split screen on his console on his Xbox. But but close enough. But as as a Halo nerd, which I am. It is customary in the Halo culture to teabag someone when shooting them in the face. And COD, too, especially. I do it all the time. COD. It's great. Overwatch. Apex. 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 Any shooter game. It is required. It is required, especially if you own someone. Why Just is like this Aaron Rodgers owns the Bears, apparently. Why is this an issue? <laughs> Why is teabagging in games an issue? Because people get mad. People, what probably, I think what this probably stemmed from was people getting so mad at getting their ass kicked in games repeatedly <sighs> that they decided to just twist it and turn it into some stupid debate like this oh. just for clicks. Just for clicks. Just for clicks? Just for clicks. Just for clicks, as it should be. Oh, so we've been slacking terribly on YouTube and TikTok for posting clips of each episode, but we will try to do better, yada, 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 yeah. But who the fuck cares? Because, really, who gives a shit? Um, did you see that UCLA and USC are moving out of the Big 12? They're moving out of the Pac-12 into the Big 10. Close enough. Uh, that's the end of the Pac-12 as far as I'm concerned. I, w- I thought, oh my god, yes. Phil Knight cannot save this. I think it's done. I don't, of course I don't it's follow done. college football, and I th- I'm like, it's, I know for a fact now that it's probably done. Alright, they're gonna build two conferences. There's gonna be the Big Ten versus the SEC. That's yeah. what it's gonna turn into. And it's gonna be the two conferences with the most amount of money, duking out against one another, eventually for the national title. And the ACC is going to be next. Guarantee you, Clemson is going to go to the SEC. FSU is going to go to the SEC. Miami, I don't know what the I don't know the Hurricanes are going to do, but I say to bring back the Big East. I say fuck all of this and bring back the Big East. Put UConn and Miami back where they belong, and FSU too. I just find it so weird how you how like these are two teams that are based in LA. Yeah. And they're going to be playing games, potentially like snow games, multiple times a year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Doesn't make any sense. I looked at this and I said to myself, who drank the stupid juice? I mean, that question gets answered pretty quick, pretty frequently. Especially with USC. Yeah. Over the last 15 years. Would you say so? I mean, I'm not a college guy, but 
like if if you were if you were to ask me like which of those two teams I prefer, I'd say UCLA, which is unfortunate because I I hear Chip Kelly is now the greatest uh, head coach. So no, I mean the entire city of Philadelphia would like to agree with you with that one. They were he ran Deshaun Jackson out of town. Hey, so did Sean McVay. So you know, different situation though. Agree. Agree. Different situation. Um. The Colorado Avalanche have damaged the Stanley Cup twice now. <laughs> I didn't hear your thoughts yet. I'm like, I thought Colorado was going to win that in five. Uh, yeah. I, I forget whether I predicted five or six, but I the, the phrase I kept saying was Colorado is too good right now. Shout out to Urinia. Way Street. too good. Yes. But they are just- is too good right now. Pecorino will forever be too good right now. But, yeah, they, no, the Colorado was just, like, no one was stopping them. No one was beating them. If the Kings made it to the Western Conference Final against them, they were going to lose. Yeah. Edmonton got destroyed. Who, who else did the Avalanche beat? Matt Duchesne and the Predators. Predators. Which is probably the funniest thing because Matt Duchesne was quoted <laughs> as saying that he wanted to leave the Avalanche so that he could play playoff hockey. And goes to Ottawa. And then goes to Nashville and proceeds to get swept by the Avalanche. Twice. Oof. Twice. Loses to the, loses to the Avalanche twice. I, I mean, you just can't. You can't make this shit up. Do you remember how for the longest time Matt Duchesne was linked to the Islanders? I don't remember that, actually. So, Matt Duchesne, for the longest time... This was before Tavares left for free agency. Um, Matt Duchesne, before he was traded to Ottawa, he was initially traded to Ottawa. There were rumors going on for months and for the and for two years. Matt Duchesne was linked to the Islanders as a potential trade target. Mm-hmm. And this was before teams were dishing out first-round picks like it was candy. Um, and... People were saying, oh, trade Matt Barzell. This was before Matt Barzell was what he was now. People were seriously considering trade Matt Barzell, two more, another another prospect, a player, and a fir- and two draft picks, one of them being a first-rounder for Matt Duchesne. That was a serious thing going around. And Garth Snow geniusly said no at the time. That seems like it's gained a lot of traction for something that's like, I don't know. It made no look, sense. Yeah, you look back on it now, and it just doesn't make any sense. Thank God. That was one of the smartest decisions Garth ever made. Like that and bringing in Johnny Boychuk and Nick Letty. Mm-hmm. That was one of the smartest decisions he ever, ever made. But, I mean, I don't know, dude. What, what were you... I mean, the last two finals, I was like, okay, Tampa's winning these two. Tampa's beating Dallas. Tampa's beating Montreal. People were seriously picking Tampa to win in seven against that team in Colorado. I mean, I don't think it's the most out. I don't think it's as outrageous as you make it sound. I think Tampa Bay definitely was competitive in this series. It's just Colorado for a couple games. I mean, there were two games that went to overtime. Yeah, two games that went to overtime. Uh, Tampa won game three, I think, like six to two. It's just ridiculous how short memory, how short of a memory you have if you're, like, how many goalies have in that league, if you know what I'm saying. I think I just fumbled over my own words there, but you know what I mean. They picked apart Vasilevsky, speaking of. They picked him apart. They did. I'm talking about Darcy Kemper, though, who got chased out of the net in Game 3 and then comes right back to win the game for Colorado. He didn't win the game for Colorado, but he, you know what I mean, like... Darcy Kemper, of all things, is a Stanley Cup champion. Oh, for the love of Christ! Um, Golden State. We will get to the. We will get to Kevin Durant in a bit. But I just want to throw this out there per, per Mark per Mark Spears. The Warriors have interest in trading for Kevin Durant. Again, uh, no, this is trade for him. <laughs> Golden State could offer a, a package for Jordan Poole, Andrew Wiggins, Jonathan Kaminga, and James Wiseman. For Kevin Durant. 
Please, for the love of God, please, basketball gods, don't do this to us again, please. But, I mean, I look at the avalanche, I'm like, all right. Yeah, you're, you're winning the series either way. I, I, yeah. I know they lost game five in close, but it was still like they're winning game six. Yeah, I thought it was pretty clear they were going to win game six. Kel McCarr, bless that man. All hail Kale. Delicious Kale. <laughs> Sometimes you can roast Kale and like butter and oil, it comes up pretty good. A little bit of salt in there. It's like, what Again, thinking about food. Stop it, brain. Um, hockey trades have begun, my friend. Oh. Ryan McDonough was just recently traded to Nashville for a couple players and a draft pick. Mm-hmm. Uh, and your Kings once again making sneaky, sneaky, sneaky good moves. Kevin Fiala, who was... Kevin Fiala. Who was the top RFA on the market from Minnesota, also play for Nashville. Um, finds himself in a sign-and-trade with the Los Angeles Kings and signed a seven-year deal with said Los Angeles Kings. And Rob Blake is making sneaky good moves. There's a reason his name is Rob Blake. Now I get the joke. Now I get it. Took you long enough. Took me, took me a couple weeks. But, I don't know. I mean, what are your thoughts, man? What are my thoughts? Well, for, if you can't tell already, I'm hyped about the deal. I mean, Kevin Fiala, you put him on that first line with Kopitar and Kempe, and he's just going to haul ass. Mm-hmm. He's going to do... It's tough to say whether he'll do just as good as maybe... You know, he did last year on yeah. Minnesota. They're banking on him. The Kings are banking on him to, to recreate what he did with the Wild. They're Which banking he absolutely on him. can do. He's got a really he's got like a really good lineup. But you can do, yeah. But it's the Kings. We don't know. Yeah, I mean, there's still kind of like. Now that they've made the playoffs, I, I'm I'm kind of like borderline between saying the rebuild is over and the rebuild is almost over. Like I can't really say for certain yet because you have to see it in action still. Yeah, Jonathan Quick had a good season last year, right? Cal Peterson's still the future though for the Kings. Hundred percent. Yeah, hundred percent is. And even if it means Quick taking over as like you know mentor duties for. However long it may Which be. Which he absolutely did, I should say. Yeah, he did. Playoffs. Like, he, or before the, I think the game against Anaheim late in the year where he just came out and put on one of the most ridiculous performances I've ever seen. That was like, he, like, like no one is taking that for him for the rest of the season. No. But Cal Peterson is young. Yeah. What is he, so 23? take time. I actually don't know. 23 or 24, but he's, he's young. He's young for a goaltender, yeah. Yeah. So he's got time for sure. So he will learn in due time. And in the meantime, you've got Jonathan Quick there to kind of hold down the fort mm-hmm. for a while. So I'm I think that I think my biggest irk with the Kings is just scoring. Like there's so many games where they're just not scoring enough last year even when there were good games like there were a lot of bad stretches where they just weren't scoring enough i think that, that fiala a hundred percent helps this i will say i hate the fact that we're gonna we're gonna lose andreas athanasiu i thought athanasiu was one of the most underrated players that we had last year it felt like every single time this guy was being reinserted into the lineup from a, like whether it was because he was a healthy scratch or whether it was him coming off of an injury or something like that Every time Athanasiu got put back in the lineup, he scored. And it's like, no one else is putting the puck in the net. Nope. Kempe was. Kempe was, of all things. was. Oh, my God. Dano went off last year. Oh. Best contract in the league. I don't know. I don't know about in the league, but definitely a better contract than most people. 
Yeah. That's a good point. Uh, the Islanders are looking to trade some pieces away, including Anthony Beauvillier, who has drawn interest from the Seattle Kraken to bring him in. That'll be interesting. I don't know what the Islanders are going to do. Especially with the new coaching staff. Yeah. I don't know what the Kraken are going to do either because, like... They got good players. Well, half-decent players. Yeah, I mean, it's it, they're a much more traditional expansion team, I'll say, because yeah. no one's going to do what Vegas did. No. Unfortunately. Although Vegas is now in... For the first time in their existence, experiencing adversity, so... Your fault, Vegas. You did this to yourself by going all in every fucking year. Your fault. 100% your fault. For Vegas, they kept going all in every year. And the fact that they didn't win the cup is what screwed them. Yeah. Had they won the cup their first year... I would have raged. Yeah. You would have... (laughs) You would have. He would have raped so hard. But I don't know, dude. I mean, part of me says, okay, give it some time for Lou to do something. I mean, Josh Bailey's clearly gone. People are going to take that contract. And he's, he's an assist specialist who just so happens to make $5 million per year. Like, that's a really good deal, considering if, when he was in Doug Waite's system, of, like, five years ago, he was producing points left and right. He was an all-star. But mm-hmm. you got two young kids in Aturatu, who was at one point considered to be the top overall pick in that draft, slides to 52 to the Islanders, and I was like, all right, take him. And William Delfour who was the QMHL MVP, won the league trophy that year, well, this year, and is a point machine. So you got to get those two kids in. you got to get your young defensemen in. The The faith that I have with Lambert as opposed to Trotz is that Lane, is that Lane Lambert's going to play the kids. Lane Lambert's not going to give 22 minutes a night to Zdeno Chara. Jesus. Yeah, that was bad. A fossilized thing, Zidane Chara. Yeah, a fossil is Zidane Chara, by the way. I hate to say it, but he's not. he doesn't really have the same impact he used to. The only thing he has no. really going for him right now is that he's tall. And that he fights. He's the, he's the enforcer now, pretty much. Just turned it to goon. Which is a bad thing to have. No. It isn't. But it could be a lot worse, though. I mean, I don't know. I mean, something tells me that, like, something tells me that, like, this team's going to be good, but at the end you don't know because Lane Lambert's in his first year as a full-time head coach, and you have no idea how this is going to turn out. Yeah. There there might be, like, a little bit of a more of a waiting game in New York this year. Probably. Which is fine. I mean, we're used to it. Um, NBA contracts are being handed out like candy. The NBA makes me upset. The NBA right pisses now. me off. I love watching it from time to time, but every now and then you look at the offseason. Who the fuck would made it the brilliant idea to give Zion Williamson $200 million? Whose brilliant idea was that? Is David, with the Pelicans. Is David Griffin still the GM of the Pelicans? Is that dipshit still the GM? I have no idea. Someone Google that real quick. You or me Google that. Who is the GM of the Pelicans? No, it's not. Trajan Logden. Who? <laughs> Report to new executive vice president of operations, David Griffin. Oh, David Griffin went from GM to, vi- to VP. Okay. 
That made sense. But still, I, I saw the Rudy Gobert trade. I'm like, what the The fu- Jazz are blowing it up. What the fuck are the Wolves doing? I don't know what the Wolves are doing. They That's look good. good. Question. They look good. But the Jazz are blowing it up. The Jazz better blow it up. They have to. They are. They, 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 Donovan Mitchell's going to get traded next. I don't know yeah, where. It was such a huge package that they got for Gobert. Yeah. That it's like, it's like you don't even really need Donovan Mitchell anymore. But, I mean, yeah, true. Quinn Snyder left. He's bolted out. He's like, fuck this, I'm out. Does Quinn Snyder look like a vampire? That's a good question. He looks like a vampire. I think Adam Silver looks more like a vampire. No, you know who looks like a vampire? Who? Uh, who was the head coach of Louisville? Louisville basketball at the time when Kevin Ware broke his leg? Who was it again? I don't know. Fuck, who was it? Uh, head coach at Iona. Rick Patino, excuse me. He looks like a vampire. <laughs> How did I forget that? He looks like a vampire. No, but he looks like a vampire who woke up in the wrong century. Oh, boy. Thank you, Dan Lebetard. <laughs> um, Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving might hilariously be on their way out from Brooklyn. Fuck yeah. you, Nets. You deserve this bullshit. It was it was so anticlimactic. I thought fuck because it's you, like, Brooklyn. You want as like a casual fan, I kind of wanted shit to explode. I just didn't. I am still a Lakers fan, and I don't want them to screw this up or whatever. Oh, the Lakers like, are going to fuck this up. Absolutely, they are, they are. They are fucking this up if they make this reported trade. They're going it, to trade for Kyrie Irving. It's, it's, it's good if it's happen. Kyrie for Kevin Westbrook. Or Russell Westbrook, Kevin Westbrook. Jesus, I'm on the wrong. I'm in a different plane of existence. Different right now. timeline. Yeah. Um. Nah. If it's uh, Westbrook for Irving, I'm gonna rage quit the NBA. It's gonna happen. That's the worst it, part. It, it, I feel like it's going to happen, and I'm like not happy about it at all. Because the GM is your general manager and your head coach. This is my point. You cannot give this much power to players. I don't care who you are. You cannot. And this is going to be the downfall of the NBA. The NFL eventually is going to come is going to happen. Baseball probably and then later it's going to be hockey. Cuz Connor McDavid is going to have full power in Edmonton. I feel like it's already happening to hockey. I feel like hockey is already sort of becoming the NBA and like you start to see so many teams just build around one guy. Yep, and give him all the money, and just like here, Connor McDavid, twelve million a year. And like the stupid thing is, it's also like teams just refuse to sort of realize that. Yeah, it's like people always like praise Ovechkin because of you know like he's really good on the power, like he has that one like ridiculous shot from this like that one spot where he always scores from. Mm-hmm. How do teams always, always, always forget that or just like they just they pretend he's not even on the ice? They see I understand like maybe like in terms of a power play situation, mm-hmm. you're shorthanded. So there's that. But like mm-hmm. five on five, you can't be ignored. You can't be leaving Ovechkin wide open. No, you can't. Five on five, you can't be leaving Connor McDavid wide open. No, like, you can't. Literally, that was my first on uh, over on U Stadium. That was like my the first post that I made immediately after the Avalanche or not the Avalanche the uh, Oilers won that series against Calgary with Connor McDavid's overtime goal. Yep. Literally my first post was you cannot leave Connor McDavid that wide open. You just can't. He's going to score no matter what. 100%. But you're starting the NBA, the Brooklyn Nets and the Lakers and the Cavaliers are prime examples of this. You cannot Give this much power to players. You just cannot do that. Nope. And the worst part and the best part is the owners are coming. 
When's the new? When's the CBA meetings going to happen in the know. NBA? Next year. Some point in the off season. <laughs> Some point know. in the off season next year. Okay, I guarantee you this: they're going to make a rule, a rule for Ben's called the Ben Simmons or Kyrie Irving rule. It's going to happen, where the owners are going to say, "Listen." If you don't play in a game, you do not get paid for that game. It's not. It's going to happen. The owners are going to come for the money. Jesus. It's going to happen, Jack. I'm telling you. You know, I wish that we could. Uh, I wish. I wish that we could uh, implement. We could have implemented that rule on Kyrie last year. Oh my God! It've been phenomenal. This is why I don't want the Lakers to have Kyrie. I I don't care about the whole like who's better Westbrook or Kyrie debate. I don't. I honestly like don't care about like the whole on the court stuff. You, it's off the, the, off court, the court, however, yeah, it's the off the court because what the Nets ended up doing was they got so desperate because Kyrie wasn't vaccinated. So, like, he wasn't allowed to play at home, but the Nets got so desperate that they were like, all right, you can come join us on, like, a part-time basis. So, for any road games, you can come play for us. I audibly, like, made a disgusting noise when I saw that news. Like, I was, I was like, really? I was really livid when I found that out. Oh, I was pissed. I don't even want, I, like, again, NBA casual here, and I, I was beyond furious when I heard about that. Yeah, I was like... If you're going to sign a player to a professional contract, thirty-seven that player, million. By the way. I want him playing every single game that he's available yeah. for. Yeah. $37.5 million per year, by the way. Let's just throw this out there. To dribble a basketball. I'm sorry. It is the truth. You are getting paid... Eventually, going to be fifty million a year to dribble and shoot a basketball. I can do that. Where's my fifty million, huh? Jokes aside, this is ridiculous. Now I see where Scottie Pippen's coming from when he was trashing Jordan for taking all the credit. I'm sorry. Basketball's a team fucking is a fucking team sport. You can't explain this shit to me. It's like, all right, Kyrie Irving is gonna. How many games has he missed over the course of three years? I think it's like a hundred and fifty games, or close to that. And there are people out there that will still defend this man as saying, "Oh, he's a great player. He's just taking mental health days." Really. Really, I got bipolar and depression. You don't you don't see me taking mental health days, pussy. You just don't want to do anything. You don't want to show up for work. I genuinely just can't stand the whole like. Oh God, Anthony it, Davis, same shit. Same shit with Anthony Davis, Kawhi Leonard, same thing. Paul George, same shit. More Kawhi Leonard than Paul George, but he did this with San Antonio. That's how he got sent out of San Antonio. It's 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 it, the whole thing is just a clown fest at this point. But Kawhi Leonard says in San Antonio, what happens? Raptors don't win a championship. They're still in purgatory. They're still spinning the hamster wheel. The the, the Spurs are in a better position than, than where they are now. The whole the whole fabrication of the NBA is forever changed. For all we know, Kevin Durant could still be in Golden State. He's gonna probably end up back there anyway. Oh, it's gonna piss me off. Said, so. Oh, it's gonna piss me off. Do you want something to make you laugh though? That right. is actually horrible, but dark. It's dark humor, but you're gonna love it. Shit. So a prom queen. Um. <laughs> so this, oh my god, I don't know if I could do this. Um. So there was a prom queen that was was crowned recently, um, who is in a wheelchair because she's paralyzed. Um, 
when she's getting crowned prom queen. Oh no. The DJ accidentally played a very famous Ed Sheeran song. Fill in the blank. <laughs> I don't know if that was planned. I hope it was planned. Cause that'd be funny. <laughs> That's dark as shit, but funny. <laughs> Sometimes you just need a good laugh. <laughs> when your legs don't work like they used to before. <laughs> oh my god. Funny as hell. Oh man. Oh I, I you needed that laugh after a rage. Alright. Oh man. Uh let's get to some questions um that I have written down. Can the Cowboys really win despite having Mike McCarthy as head coach? Or is Jerry Boy out of his mind yet again? I think well Jerry Jones for starters is always out of his mind, let's be real. Um South Park portray Jerry Jones perfectly as cocaine cross-eyed and getting head from behind the stands. <laughs> South Park portrayed it perfectly. He does look a bit cross-eyed if you look at him carefully. Jerry Jones. I mean... Not that there's anything wrong with that. I'm sure you have clear vision, but... Same time. Mike McCarthy should not be the head coach of the Dallas Cowboys. I think it was. I think at the at first we were both like, "All right, good hire." No, you weren't. I hated it. You hated it. I maybe hated it for different reasons than you did, but I, I didn't think that he was going to be the answer because, like, no, it's not. When he had the everything that he had in Green Bay, and the, in Green Bay still was barely winning. That's like, that's a good point. Yeah, now you think about. Oh my God, Jets Twitter, Jets U Stadium was like, we want Mike McCarthy. I was like, no, you don't. No, you don't. No, you don't. You don't want Mike McCarthy. You want Robert Sala. You don't want Mike McCarthy. Stay as far away from him as possible. Yeah, fuck you. Um, I, I I don't know. Um, I think if Mike McCarthy or the, and the Cowboys start off pretty bad, like let's say three and six to start the year, they're going to tank him, and then Dan Quinn takes over as the interim head coach, and then we'll see what happens. I think the whole NFC East looks fascinating. It's better than expected. Like, I think Splash and I on our show, The Sports Test, we talked about it briefly. We talked about the Eagles. Like, we looked at their roster. And... Washington. Look at Washington. I don't know about Washington. Look at Washington. I think Splash and I are both pretty high on the Eagles right now. Or because of A.J. Brown? Not even just because of A.J. Brown. Like, we did a whole video, too. Like, you can... Uh, That's right. Send you a link later. But, like, we, like just looked at the Eagles roster as a whole. It's actually, like, better than we realized, so... I could take a look at the Eagles roster right now. I mean, yeah, it's a good-looking team. It really is. But at the same time, I mean, you have to ask yourself this question. How good are they really? The question that I've asked, for the most part, with Washington is can or which version of Carson Wentz are we going to get? Yeah, that's the thing. It all comes down to Carson Wentz. It all comes down to Carson Wentz. If Carson Wentz is like if we get garbage Carson, Carson Wentz, Wentz, which I'm there's I'm just, I'm thinking there's like a 65% chance we get garbage Carson Wentz because yeah. I hate Carson Wentz, but Yeah. Uh yeah. I mean, it's just like <sighs> if if it's Carson, such a wild card. It if really Carson is. Wentz turns into his MVP for Washington, it'll be fine. But if he doesn't, good fucking luck. The Giants are in the same boat. The Giants, I think, look better than what people say they're going to be. Can we please finally get a full year of healthy Saquon? Please. Because healthy please. Saquon is so fun to watch when he's kicking out. He is. He really is. I mean, I look at the Giants, too. I mean, Brian Dable might be their guy. I don't know. Part of it is like, yeah, sure, let's see what happens. There's uh, only one way to find out. There's so honestly. 
Danny, Danny Dimes. But yeah, I want I, I want to see Daniel Jones do better, but you just I, you don't see it. I don't, don't see it happening right now. Many many in Jets land are concerned the Jets to be the second team playoff team out of the AFC East. As no. fascinating as they might be, do you believe these? No. Yeah, I think I, the Jets. I th- let me say this. I think the Jets look better than they do last year. Yes. Their secondary actually looks a little like good. Good. I don't see playoffs quite yet, though. No, I unless, give it another year. Unless Zach Wilson turns into Justin Herbert, I don't see it. <sighs> Just chucks fifty-yard bombs at will. Pulls a hail mary out of his ass. Is there not a beautiful set of quarterback hair than Justin Herbert? I'm sorry. We can talk about Trevor Lawrence and his and and his. Goldilocks hair, but Justin Herbert looks like Justin a Justin Herbert player. ruined it when he cut it last year. Or Justin, 2020. yeah, Justin Herbert looked like a lacrosse player. He looked like every lacrosse player on Long Island ever. That's a that's a joke that I would get, but you wouldn't understand. I have a friend that keeps trying to get me into lacrosse. It's not a bad sport to get into. It really isn't. It's like hockey, but more goals. Yeah, but and slower. I don't know, dude. I mean, something tells me the Jets could be good. I don't entirely trust the Patriots. I don't. I still don't trust Miami. I don't know what the fuck the Dolphins are going to do. Um, maybe the Jets could be good. Maybe they can't. I'm not a hundred percent sure. But I, I really don't know. Like, it's pretty easy to say that division belongs to Buffalo. Yes. I don't think there's really too yes. much of a question. Buffalo could be the best team in that New entire England conference. might threaten it, but it's it's more than likely Buffalo's. B- Buffalo's going to be the best team in that entire conference. I, ju- I just don't want to rule out New England, but because Belichick, like yeah, I it's, never, it's still the them. Patriots. That's a good it point. Is very much still Bill Belichick and the Patriots, but it's at the same time like Buffalo just looks too damn good. Like, do you look at like we we look at the four team, the four top teams in the AFC from last year: Buffalo, Kansas City, Cincinnati, and Tennessee. Which of those four teams is going to fall off? Tennessee. I'll throw a wild card and say Kansas City. I think Kansas City, there's a chance. There's a realistic chance because... That defense is not good. That defense is not good, and they lost a chunk of weaponry. Tyree Kill. They lose Tyree Kill, but, like, I don't doubt Patrick Mahomes at all. Okay, yeah, I'm not down Patrick Mahomes either, but Tyree Kill was a pivotal part of that offense. They still, you know who they still have is Travis Kelsey. And Miko Hardman. Yeah, they still got those two. But yeah. at the same time, you have to ask yourself, all right, Mark, and Valdez Scantling and Juju Smith-Schuster, are they really that? I mean, Justin Ross, too. Justin Ross looks really good. But at the same time, like, it's, I don't know. The Chargers look really fucking good. Uh, the Chargers. The one thing that is keeping me from being like truly high on the Chargers because I, I won't deny on paper they have a lot of good talent. Yeah. Two words come to mind, and those words are Brandon Staley. Really? I loved Brandon Staley when he was our defensive coordinator. Yeah. In 2020. I was so pissed off when the Chargers hired him. Like I wanted to throw my phone through my wall. Um. But then he went out and did what he did as a head coach, which is the constant. You know, just going for it on fourth down or like making questionable challenges or just a bunch of really weird timeouts. Like, this is the thing we said, like, with the Raiders last season and like how they both the Raiders and Chargers could have ended up in the playoffs. Like, the Chargers could have, you we could have been talking about how wild a coach Brandon Staley was, but we would have been seeing it in a more good way because he would have been a playoff head coach. Yeah. And instead, he just calls this dumbass timeout and yeah. lets the Raiders win the game. Yeah. The Chargers, no matter who they have on their staff, no matter who they have on their roster, it always feels to me like this team's ineptitude always gets in their way. They always get in their own way. But you look at the rest of the team as a whole. I mean, they upgraded the defense a little bit with 
Trading for Khalil Mack, signing Sebastian Joseph Day, and then Khalil Mack has fallen off a little bit. He really has, but the, uh, trading, for, I mean, signing Bryce Callahan and J.C. Jackson in the secondary really takes a lot of pressure off Derwin James. I do like the J.C. Jackson side. J.C. Jackson's a very good move. Splash is going to hate me saying this, but Derwin James is overrated. He I don't is think overrated. I don't think he's bad, but I feel like we're giving a lot of credit to a guy who's missed like almost two full Let seasons. Let me get this straight here. People are praising Derwin James for trashing Jamal Adams when the two are basically the same player. Oh, no. Jamal Adams is not the same player as Derwin James. You don't think so? I don't think so. I mean, coverage-wise, de- coverage wise, yes. but Coverage-wise, like, absolutely not. Coverage-wise, absolutely Really? I, well, I mean, per, I, I guess like in ter- if we're taking stats out of the equation, if sure. we're taking if we're taking coverage away, they're basically the same player. Oh God, is this really a comparison? This is gonna be fun. I want to see what Splash has yeah. to say about this later on. We're pre-recording our show tonight, so I'm gonna I'm gonna bring that up to him and see what he thinks. Um. But it's just, it's just like I, I, my point with being calling him overrated. That doesn't make him bad. It just means like my point being that like people talk about him like he's the ba- best safety in the NFL. Which Jamal Adams? He, no, he's not. He, no, 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 Derwin. Oh, Derwin. No, he's not. He's missed. He's been in the NFL for what? Like this is his fifth year coming fifth up now. Fifth year out of. And he's missed two. He's missed one full season, and almost an entire second one. Yes. He's missed so much time, and yet we're not calling him not his fault. But we're, we shouldn't be calling him best safety in the NFL. No, to me, to me, it's like the best safety in football is like Jesse is like Jesse Bates or something like that. Like Jesse Bates, or Jesse Bates a couple years ago, or like let's I don't know Justin Simmons, Buda Baker. Like those guys are the best safeties. If Jalen Ramsey was a safety. But I, I mean, the Chargers made some sneaky good moves. They really did. Gerald Everett, Sebastian Joseph Day, Khalil Mack, Bryce Callahan, J.C. Jackson. I really just think when it comes to the Chargers, they are a wait and see kind of team. They're a wait. Joe, Joe Lombardi is going to get a head coaching job next year. Watch. But so the Chargers have too much talent on paper for me to write them off. No. But it's just again, it all comes back to the coaching. It's, I don't trust. Yeah. I don't. I really like after, especially after what he did last year. Like, I don't trust Brandon Staley right now. Does that mean he can't improve? No, I think he can absolutely improve. But it's just like the the, the sample size so far does not look great. So we'll see. We shall see. It's going to be really hard to watch to see if the Chargers can turn things around. Yeah, I mean, um, I feel the same way with like, let's say, Baltimore. Baltimore, I think, can be a threat this year. I think so. Um, I think, I think so they too. have a legit chance, assuming everybody stays fully healthy. Look I think at the Baltimore. Saints. Look at what the Saints are injuries. doing. Oh, man. The Saints are, like... Confusing. Yeah. I get really confused every time I look at the Saints. I mean, they look really good, though. They really do. I, I, I Part of me wishes I liked Michael Thomas, but he's a douche. You mean Mr. Five Yard Out? I think so. He is Mr. Five Yard Out. He is. He's Mr. Talk a bunch of shit before the NFC Championship game and then piss and bitch on Twitter. Oh my god, I cannot. I lost count of all the amount of times I saw Michael Thomas trying to cope after the Saints lost that championship game. 20 million a year, by the way, for a guy who does five yard outs and slants. That's it. All right. Who is more likely to get the first overall pick in the NFL draft in 2023? Not name the Seattle Seahawks. I don't think the Seahawks are are going to be really in contention for the first overall pick. I don't think so either. They don't look good, but they don't look like they don't look terrible. Jets level bad. They don't look terrible. I think they'll be slightly better. 
I would hope they are, although good luck because Drew Locke is your QB right now. I don't know who is the quarterback. I don't know Apparently, who is the quarterback. If it's, not, if it's not Drew Locke, it's Geno Smith. Kill me, please. Listen. If they trade Russell Wilson to look at Geno Smith for three games and said, that's our quarterback. I, I'm going to... Jack, you won't talk about throwing your phone. I'm going to throw my computer out the window and set it on fire. Uh, As you shake your head. Listen, I like my computer a little too much for me to do that. I I love my computer too. I I understand the sentiment. I go Um, the Falcons. What about the Falcons? I'm going to say the Falcons get the first overall pick. Yeah, I mean, I think the Falcons are like, I don't even know who their quarterback is. I don't know be. what the fuck they're. Marcus Mariota. <laughs> the, last, the last good thing I heard about Marcus Mariota was he threw a pass to himself in the playoffs. That was awesome, though. <laughs> that was it awesome. It was pretty awesome, yeah. Um, who do you think is going to get the first overall pick? Hard to Give tell. Give me, it's really tough to tell. How hard of a take would it be for me to say the Carolina Panthers? Not terrible. Not a bad idea. I don't, I, I'm not going to pick the Panthers. I don't know. I feel like they might. They're, they're not going to do good this year. I don't really like their situation. No. I think Detroit's going to do better. Detroit will do a lot better, yeah. New York is. The Jets are going to do slightly better, but I don't think they're like. I don't think they're first overall pick bad, but I don't think they're great by any means, obviously. Texans? Yeah, give me the Texans. I think the Texans are probably going to get the first overall pick. You can't rely on Davis Mills. There there are some pieces there, but you can't rely on Davis Mills. Yeah. You've really, you've really just got to get into an era of where you're getting away from everything that Bill O'Brien did for that team. Oh, my God. Which is nothing. Nothing. Just nothing. Um, Can I brag about the Rams now? Yeah, go for it. I don't, I don't actually know what I'm going to brag about. No, um, go for it. Seriously. Some, some, some guy named Aaron Donald getting signed to a deal that made him the highest paid non-quarterback in league history. Yeah. Um, first of all, I just want to say. I, why do I not trust the Rams this year? Something doesn't Seahawks seem fan. right. Because you're a salty Seahawks fan. No, I, I'm <laughs> saying this realistically. I'm saying this realistically. Like, fandom aside. Why don't I trust this team? Listen, there are. I, I feel. I feel like if there's any like holes in their defense at all, or their just team as a whole, it's probably going to be linebacker. Yeah. And that's that's at least what people are going to look at. I don't hate their linebacker depth. I don't. For, for starters, Bobby Wagner. I mean. Nothing really – I saw that. There's not, not really a whole lot to say there. Bobby Wagner's Bobby Wagner. Yeah. Um, I really like Ernest Jones. Yeah. I really like Justin Hollins. I thought Justin Hollins did, did like – he did good enough to the point where um, like – I don't want to say serviceable. I'll say he was better than serviceable. But not like he, he was good for us last year. When then, he was, why when he was do I healthy. randomly not think this team is going to do as great as they did last year? Because it's going to be really hard to, to replicate exactly what they did last year. Obviously, they're going to try to replicate winning a Super Bowl. I'm not saying that's going to yeah, be like I mean, the I've... most impossible thing. Like, it is really, really hard to win a Super Bowl. Um, but I'm not wrong for saying that, though, right? Like, you I'm... look at you look at Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup had a freaking just unbelievable season last year. Yeah. Oh, my Lord. Yeah. He's not going to do that again in 2022 just because of how hard it was to do it once. Yeah. That doesn't mean he's going to do bad. No. And the Rams, I like their receiving room with or without OBJ. I mean, I want OBJ back. Don't get me wrong. Mm -hmm. But, like... 
if you have if like your one two is Cooper Cup and Allen Robinson, that's completely fine. With Robert Woods is a bad loss, though. It's a horrible loss. That's a horrible loss. That was a I, I I'm just gonna say it right now. I don't care what people are saying about his age and like coming off of an AC. I don't give a shit what he did for this team. For four years. Both on and off the field, too. Like, not even just the passing game, but, like, the blocking game and just a bunch of the intangible stuff mm-hmm. like that as well. Mm-hmm. You don't replace that. No. And you threw it to the Titans for a sixth-round pick that wasn't even in this year's draft. Nope. That was a... That was a dumb move. a robbery by the Tennessee That was Tennessee. a dumb move. If they, if they kept out... If they signed Allen Robinson and kept Robert Woods, I would have a completely different view on this team. I understand, it's gonna, I understand it was going to be hard to do that, but like... Van Jefferson and Tutu Atwell cannot replace what Robert Woods did. Cannot. Now, I do like Van Jefferson. Oh, I love Van Jefferson. I, and I think I was a little harsh on Tutu Atwell. Although, to be fair... A little harsh. <sighs> a little harsh. Um, look, look, my, my excuse for that... First of all, we won the Super Bowl, so it would look stupid if I complained. Um... But because we took him so high, I would l- in the draft. I would like him to do good, and so far he has not done too good. I had I can't say shit because my second round pick was D. Eskridge, and who was taken two picks later? Creed Humphrey. Unbelievable. Yeah. I was literally like yeah. screaming. I was watching the draft on my iPad, and I was screaming at my iPad. Creed Humphrey was right there. Yeah. And, like, thank God Brian Allen showed up for the Rams last year because if he doesn't and we took we took a guy who ended up tearing his ACL in the middle of the year, too. Like, so not only was he having a crappy year to begin with, but then he gets hurt. We took him and then we, like, would have not had a well-performing Brian. If, this is assuming Brian Allen doesn't, doesn't play as well as he did. Mm-hmm. And then we just leave Creed Humphrey to go to the Chiefs or wherever. Ugh. I mean, it was it was such a stupid draft pick. You're telling me this? I'm holding off on complaining again because we again Super Bowl. You won the like, Super Bowl, but like in the future, I'm gonna want this guy to be playing really well. Yeah. Because like, let's say OBJ does leave. Yeah. And then it's like, just, who do you yeah. have? Let, let's say Allen Robinson ends up, something happens to him. Like, he gets, I don't want to say he gets hurt, but, like, something happens there. Okay. I'll tell you one thing, though. The Rams on uh, quarterback, they're completely fine. They took so many, um, not even just quarterback, but, like, just their secondary. They took so many defensive backs in the draft. It was yes, ridiculous. they'll but be fine in the secondary. I uh, like you have Jalen Ramsey and Troy Hill came back. I Thank God. That. I freaking love that. Thank like, God. Good player. Very good player. Underrated player. Sneaky good player. Had a, had a down year on the Browns, but I think putting him back with Jalen Ramsey is going to help. Yeah. And then you have those two to lead that secondary. I think they're going to be just fine. Can I rant about the Seahawks now? Go ahead. What I got my Rams rant, you get your Seahawks rant. What the f- Okay. I don't understand why people are suddenly writing this team off as like, okay, first overall pick guaranteed. And I'm like, what? Now, you know me. I'm not the biggest Pete Carroll guy in the world. I never have been. None of us. In the time of you in the time that you've known me. And the time that I've been on the U. But Something tells me that they're building something like they did in 2011, 2012. Where it's like, okay, you got a building year in 2011 where they were like, where they were seven and nine with Tavares Jackson and clipboard Jesus, Charlie Whitehurst. By the way, that's a great nickname for a quarterback. Charlie Whitehurst, clipboard Jesus. That's a great nickname, but... I don't know, dude. The offensive line looks good outside of center. Um, they got two rookies in Charles Cross. And by the way, Abraham Lucas might be the steal of the draft. That dude is a man. I'm not All saying right. that as like, you know, as a fan of this team. I'm saying this, you know, because that dude is a that dude's a right tackle we haven't had since Sean Locklear was here. 
and you know, Noah Fant, good tight end. Will Disley, good tight end, to a degree when he's healthy. Um, it's just something, some something reads, you know. Again, playoff team? No, definitely not. But no. Something tells me that's like you know what? Maybe they'll do something. Maybe they'll just you know. They'll be there, just not in the playoffs. If you get what I mean. Yeah, I mean it could they could be like a kind of close playoff team. I want to see if they pull the trigger on this Baker Mayfield thing. They're not going to. They're going to go for Jimmy Garoppolo. They're going. Oh wow! You think they're going to go for Garoppolo? Because here's I I I'm curious if Baker would be the best fit, considering. The, the style of coaching that Pete likes to play, um, it would realistically be the best fit. If they're going to pull the trigger, it's going to be in the next few weeks. They have to get DK re-signed, though, because he's a free agent at the end of the year. Yeah, and they I know have. that they're, I know that they're pretty adamant about wanting to keep. They they really want to keep DK Metcalf. They have to. I talk about this all the time. I'm going to say it again. Um, Every single time I think about the whole, like, you know, which of these big name wide receivers are on the move, I would always, like, say that the team that should have made, like, what should have happened, in my opinion, was DK Metcalf should have gotten traded instead of Russell Wilson. Yes. And they also should have moved on from Pete Carroll. Yes. Thank you. And AJ Brown should have got AJ Brown should have been the one that stayed put. Yeah. Yeah. I really, really hated the way all that went down. I really did. It was just <sighs> such a. <sighs> I, I I'm annoyed. I'm continuously annoyed because they could have gotten two first round picks for DK Metcalf. They absolutely could have. And it's like you know, it's not the move that they need to make right now, too. Like, no. I, I've it, said, I've argued with you, Stadium Twitter, you, everyone. If the Seahawks were serious about rebuilding, they would have made this trade already. If they were really rebuilding, DK Metcalf would have been traded months ago. Yeah, I mean, that's why I'm saying something doesn't feel right. This is, I, I really, really wish they would have just made this re, done this rebuild around what's his, around uh, Metcalf or not Metcalf around uh, Russell Wilson instead of around Metcalf and you're telling me this Pete Carroll like the a, fact that Pete Carroll is still fucking here is infuriating. This team is going to go nowhere until he's gone. Watch, they're if they start two and six, if they start like two and six, two and seven, Pete's gonna get canned, and not only is he gonna get canned, Schneider's gonna get canned too, because those two are tied at the hip. I mean, it's like geez. it's frustrating. To be fair, I did want this. You did. You did want Pete to be fired. I did want. I did want. I wanted something to be done, and something was done. Not this. I know you didn't want it to be done. It's just like I think if you want to look at it in a more positive way, which I know it's going to be hard to do that, but like you have to like at, at least that. Something did happen. Something did happen, yes. It's not something... like they just ignore that, like, everything was going wrong. Yeah, something finally did happen. And in the end, Russell Wilson was not going to get paid $50 million a year. They just weren't going to do it. So, the second the Rodgers contract was announced, the trade was going to happen either way. But it just solidified the fact that, yep, Russ is getting traded. Because... They were gonna pay. They, they weren't just gonna pay him fifty million a year. They were gonna do that. And 
my argument has always been, if Russell Wilson was very serious about winning here, he would have taken a serious pay cut to be like, go get us some players. But he didn't. That's really telling. Yeah. So, in the end, it's like, okay, good riddance, but thank you for your service. I wouldn't say good riddance. Until until week one is over. Yeah, I mean, I feel like, if I'm going to be completely honest with you, I feel like if you were to ask me how the Seahawks fans were going to treat Russell Wilson in his first game. That's such a spicy matchup, by the way. It's going to be great. His first game. And, he, and, and as a member of the Denver Broncos, yep. and he's going to be playing against his old team. Yep. If you were to ask me, how do I predict the Seahawks fans are going to react to this? I think that they're going to give him the uh, Tom Brady treatment. Yeah, it's going to be the Tom Brady treatment in his first game back, where they're going to cheer him all night, all night long. It was it's a Monday night game, I think. Yeah, it's a Monday they're night game. Che- they're going to cheer him during warmups. They're going to cheer him when he walks out onto the field. For like uh, the introductions or whatnot, and then the second the Seahawks or the second the Broncos take the field for the first time they're on gonna offense, the they're gonna him. shower him with booze. Oh, it's gonna be great! Because in the end, he did want this. He wanted a trade, and he got the trade. You you have to respect that. You have to respect that they were willing to have that happen. They didn't what? just let him get screwed. I'm gonna get so mad. If they actually do really well, the Seahawks this season, I'm gonna be so mad. I'm be like, really, Russ was the problem the whole fucking time. Really? I mean, it, it would suck, but it's like it'd be like, really, you're you're gonna know how I felt when we traded Jared Goff at first. Mm-hmm. Except I kind of knew Goff was the problem. I think I, I don't know if that's actually the right thing to say because no, you're I'm pretty confident in what you're in what you say. No, because Jared Goff is not better than Russell Wilson. No, he's not. He's not anywhere near what Russell Wilson has been for the Seahawks. And it's like, if he was, though. I would be pissed. I, I don't think I'd be pissed. But, like, imagine thinking, imagine, like, pretend Jared Goff is actually, like, a top a top five quarterback in the NFL. Yeah, picture him like and, Matt Ryan. And then he gets traded. And then in the first year without, he gets traded for Stafford as normal. The Rams go on to win the Super Bowl, and it's like, really? Yeah. Like, Goff was the problem, seriously? Like, that, in that hypothetical situation, obviously, you know, the way it played out in real life was a lot nicer because Goff's not a top-five quarterback all the time. No. But I, I see what you mean. I would still be pretty pissed off if they like, ended up I, winning like eleven games. Yeah, if they win a lot of games, I think if I'm if I'm a Seahawks fan and they win a lot of games, I'm pleasantly surprised. I think I'm just kind of I don't want to say pissed, but definitely like annoyed. Yeah, annoyed that like this guy who we practically worshipped for years and years. We and worshipped years. this man more than Steve Largent. And it turns out he was a problem the whole time. I would have been pissed. I would have been so livid. Oh my god, I've been mad. But we will, we will see, we will see, because the season is coming up. We are ten Sundays away. Only ten Sundays. Are we oh, less than delightful. that from the, from the Hall of Fame game? The Hall of Fame game is crap this year too. I think it's Raiders Jaguars. When is it not are... crap? This is true. See, point exactly. All right. Thank you for tuning in, ladies and gentlemen, to episode 146 of Time to BS. Jack, thank you once again for coming on. Been my pleasure, as always. And we will see you guys sometime in the future. Peace out, guys.